Yo, whoa, what up, everybody? Welcome to I Got Next with your boy Wes, and this is part two of the NBA's back. Woo! Oh yeah, part two. Sorry about that. Should have warned y'all. I'm be a little bit loud. Uh, we were supposed to have. I was supposed to have couple people on this episode, this part of this episode, but it's okay. Things happen later in the future. So right now I'm going to go solo dolo and I'm going to jump right off with talking about what I think was the biggest thing of the summertime and I think was the first thing of the summertime, LeBron James to the Los Angeles Lakers. And let me tell you why I think that was the biggest thing easily to happen in the summer. One, it's LeBron James, period. I mean, come on, it's LeBron, the best player in the world. Who's touching this man? And he went to the Lakers. For the older people that's listening to this, I don't know if you guys know, but Kobe fans and LeBron fans have been going at it since about... 2007, 2007, 2008, something like that, 2007, 2008, and I, I mean, I really don't understand why I like LeBron, his fans could be a little bit um, naive or maybe short-sighted or something, maybe, maybe have short-term memory loss, even Kobe fans too, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people who do the whole Kobe, LeBron thing don't really know too much about basketball because both of them are great, so... And if you're going to compare him, you compare LeBron to Magic and Kobe to Mike. So that's not even, you know, a thing. But anyway, this is uniting Laker fans, better known as Kobe fans, and LeBron fans, better known as Heat, Cavaliers, Squared, and new Laker fans. We're uniting these two guys together and... It should be a fun time, man. We can all bury the hatchet, stop killing each other over Twitter, and have some fun. Plus, you know, LeBron in the purple and gold doesn't look half bad. And this is going to bring some relevance back to one of the NBA's, you know, most, what's the word, storied franchises, I guess. Maybe like, what's it, Boston, New York. I don't know how the Knicks are still a storage franchise, I guess, but I guess the history. And the Lakers, really. Um, Philly's on a resurgence, too, but he's bringing some some real relevance back to Lakerland along with Magic Johnson. And, you know, if LeBron James comes to your city, it's a good time, man. And people are going to want to come to join him. They're going to want to come because if he's there, it's a chance to win a championship almost automatically no matter who's playing. Not saying he's going to win it, but you definitely got a chance now. So that should be fun. And I'm really, really eager to see how he works with this young core. I hope they don't really change the roster too much this year. I, I want to really see how, how everybody gels together, how these young players come back another year together, plus well, a year with LeBron, some real veteran guidance. This should be really, really fun to see this. 
Uh, I want to see Lando ball on Rondo. I want to see the effect that Rondo has on Lonzo. You know, see if we can see some transitions in his game already this year. Should be a big thing. Kuzma is looking good as always. Brandon Ingram is going to be a big, big, big story this year because LeBron James going to L.A. is cool, but he's going to make Brandon Ingram look so much better, even though Brandon Ingram is already good in his own right. He's just going to be able to get so many more easy buckets from a, from a guy who can also get extremely easy buckets and can get somebody else extremely easy buckets. So this is going to be a really good time for Brandon Ingram. I think he's going to get the most out of LeBron coming to L.A. Him and, of course, Los Angeles residents, they're going to get a big, out of, big thing out of it too because now they can talk again. But I digress. I'm from Atlanta. I can't really do too much talking. Um, yeah, but LeBron, that's the biggest thing, I think, for the summertime. Hands down. Um, it'd be kind of cool to see who's going to join him, if anybody, these next coming years. He's signing a, what was it, a four-year deal? I think he can opt out after the third year, so we'll see how that works. I think he'll be there all four years, though. And, it, like I said, it's going to be really, really, really interesting to see who's going to come with him. My hope is Anthony Davis, but, you know, he just signed that extension, I think, last year, two years ago. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that's going to work itself out. Um, Some people are saying Boogie after this one-year deal. Oh, my bad. DeMarcus Cousins after this one-year deal. DeMarcus, don't want you. But if you come to the Lakers, I'll root for you. Some people are saying, I've heard a couple people say KD, but that's, I don't. I mean, I guess you can't put nothing past this guy because I didn't think he was going to go to the Warriors, so that's that. I don't think it's going to happen, but like I said, nothing past this, man. Kawhi, I thought maybe that might happen, but after he came out and said he wants to be the focal point, and after LeBron went there and made him want to go there a little less, starting to look like that might not happen. He might go to the Clippers and try to flex his nuts on LeBron and it's not going to happen but he's going to try that'll add more fun to the NBA for sure but other than those couple people I can't really think of who else would come to LA maybe Giannis maybe Giannis can figure something out I don't know the future's bright we'll see they got another max max contract slot excuse me they got pieces they got all kind of stuff man it's going to be really really fun so, yeah, LeBron James to L.A., biggest, biggest thing this summer to me. Now, second biggest, I think, was probably the Kawhi Leonard drama because, you know, <clears throat> I'm only 26, but in my time of watching basketball, the little bit of research I did for the previous decades before me, I've never seen nothing like this in basketball where this guy just isn't going to play. His doctors are saying everything is cool. And he's got, like, 20 different diagnostics. And out of those 20, it's not really 20. I'm being, I'm over-exaggerating. But out of those, I think one other doctor was like, oh, yeah, it might be. No, 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 You might need to sit out some more. So he ran with that in my head. I think that's what happened. But regardless, that's over with now. He is now a member of the Raptors. And for now, it looks like all parties are content. I won't say happy because I can't really judge that yet, but I'll say content. Kawhi is in the media, 
This is the most I've ever heard him talk and engage people, so that's a great sign. Um, DeMar DeRozan is probably super angry at the Raptors, so he might play evil ball this year, which I sure hope he does because he looks like one of those players, when he's mad, he go crazy, and he might just need to play mad all the time, for real, for real, because he's got an enormous talent. It's just, I don't know what it is with him. Sometimes he shows up in big moments. Sometimes he doesn't. So hopefully this new challenge will shake him up, kind of hit restart for this man, refresh, and we'll really see some cool stuff from him. But, yeah, Kawhi, he's that – was, that was just the craziest thing I've ever seen. The guy played nine games last season, and he was good to go. He was cleared. And you only played nine games? You're not talking to the coaches. not talking to the players. You're not talking to the media. Forget the media, actually. I mean, I wouldn't talk to the media. But, I mean, at least your coaches and players, your teammates, man, come on. So, with, when you're doing that, it's just, if I'm a teammate, I don't know what to think. I don't know if this guy's coming back. You're putting a riff routine player. So, that's that. So, you know, they had to hurry up and get him out of there. And then, you know, the, the Toronto people might want to keep that in mind. Because, you know, when things aren't hunky-dory, this man might go back into his shell Go holler at his uncle. Uncle put some craziness in his ear. Oh, Toronto, this is a terrible place. What what is a what is a what is a maple leaf? What is a drink? We don't like the cold. Ah, LA. Ah, nobody can braid hair up here. I don't like this. Who knows, man? His uncle's telling him some crazy stuff. So they might want to watch out for this guy. If he if everything is cool, no drama, no injuries, they got themselves what I think a top three talent in the NBA. They can, he can defend one through five, and he can get buckets. So everything is everything. They could possibly make a good little run in the playoffs and get to the Eastern Conference Finals, no doubt, easily again, and probably won't get swept. I don't think they'll win. I think the Celtics will win, but they'll definitely won't get swept. But uh, as far as him re-signing next year, that remains to be seen. Who knows what's going to happen with that guy. He already said that he wants to go to the Clippers. But, you know, he's here already. Maybe, maybe, maybe he might resign. And if not, then you better hope you win a championship this year because you just lost DeMar DeRozan for nothing, Raptors. Have fun with that. And as far as DeMar DeRozan again, man, sucks that it had to be you because I do like you. I do definitely like you, but that's business. Try not to take it so personal. Well, if you are going to take it personal, just kill those guys on the court because I think you can. And a lot of people are counting the Spurs out because they don't have Kawhi and they have DeMar DeRozan now. And let me tell you something. Yeah, Tony Parker's not there anymore. Yeah, Manu retired. But still, they won 48 games without Kawhi last year. Well, Kawhi only was in nine games, and it wasn't traditional Kawhi that we're used to. It was a shell of himself. So I'm thinking with a healthy DeRozan, I think they can do at least 48 games again. Now, this year in the West is super crazy, so 48 wins might not get you in the playoffs. I remember, I think it was 2010, the Suns got 48 wins, didn't make the playoffs, which is crazy. So might need to win 50 games to make the playoffs. Who knows? I do think they'll win 48 games, and I do think they'll make the playoffs this year. 
probably the eighth seed by the skin of their tinny. I don't know what I'm skinning. Skin of their teeth? Is that a that's the is that the saying? Yeah, skin of their teeth. Whatever. Really, really close. You know what I'm saying? So be on the lookout for that. And the last of the summer drama is, well, this is about to spill over into the regular season, but Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Problems, Jimmy Divisiveness, Jimmy, oh my God, I don't want him on my team, Jimmy, yeesh, don't want to go in that locker room right now, Jimmy, you freaking need me! I don't got any more AKAs for him. But, yeah, Jimmy Butler. And <laughs> he's a really interesting case, man, because he has a, a lot of talent. You know, he's got upside. He's a hard worker. But the way this man's going on, you would think he's got a couple MVPs and a couple rings. And he ain't got nothing. You got, what, an all-NBA second team, first team? You don't have a scoring title. You got all defensive teams, but... Uh, you haven't really done anything yet, man. We got to still see. You're still unproven. And you're yelling at these guys who are also unproven with a lot of talent like you. So just slow your roll, buddy. I can understand you're mad at Cat for not playing defense because he surely doesn't play no defense. But there's a way to, to tell him that. There's a way to tell him that. Um, I can really understand you're mad at Wiggins because he'll play hard one game and then take five games off. So I get that. But again, there's a way to tell these guys that, uh, you know, I've heard people say Jordan, Kobe, they lead with ferocity and they lead by example. And I'm going to get buckets and I'm going to pick my team up and I'm going to show them the way I'm going to bring them to the promised land. Don't think everybody can do that. You got to be a special player for that one. Jimmy Butler, you haven't really shown us that you're that player just yet so until then might want to kind of wind it on back and at least because you're going to be there when the season starts just kind of wind it on back and try to at least win some games while you're there or not be wanting to fight every day in the locker room I'm not saying he's fighting now but just by your actions it looks like everybody wants to fight everybody so chill out bro you know what I'm saying Timberwolves they're going to get rid of you quickly but you might have kind of buried yourself with saying, pulling the Kawhi Leonard and saying, yeah, I'm only going to resign with these teams. I guess the teams were what? Brooklyn, the Clippers, and the Knicks? Excuse me, yeah, it was about those teams. So you saying you're going to resign to those teams only? Kind of buries your own grave, man, because now the teams don't even want to touch you. And it's not like the Kawhi situation where it's like, oh, man, this guy went healthy as top three players we'll take that risk because maybe we can woo him and he'll stay with us nah jimmy buckets as much as i like you you're not that so you got the grinch syndrome right now buddy a couple teams not trying to touch you with a 10 inch pole 10 inch pole 10 foot pole 10 foot pole that's probably better 10 inch pole is not that long 10 foot pole these teams ain't trying to touch you with a 10 foot pole boy so you gotta humble yourself right now tibbs is gonna figure something out because you're, you're up out of there. I know he don't want to get rid of you, but you're causing too much turmoil in the locker room, so he's got to get you up out of there. And maybe, just maybe, you'll go to one of those teams, but I doubt it. I don't think you'll go to any one of those teams. I don't think they're going to give anything up for you. And why would you? If, if I knew 
that you said that you're going to probably resign to me in the summertime, hey, I try to go after you in the summer. I'm not losing no pieces. I'll take the risk in the summertime, straight up. But, you know, maybe maybe something happens sooner or later. If not, I mean, you buried your own grave, dog. You dug your own grave, and it's kind of your fault. So just, you're still making your money this year. Just be a professional and do what you got to do, man. Get your money. I understand you want that. Oh, and by the way, don't, this guy's talking about it's all about the, the, the winning and I want to win a championship. I want to be in a winning situation. Yo, come on, man. Those teams that, that he named, and I think he threw the heat in there too. You're not winning no championship on any of those teams, man. Even if you go to the Knicks and you can get Kevin Durant with you the next year. And somehow you guys keep Porzingis. It'll be you, Porzingis, and KD. I still don't see you guys winning a ring. It'll be fun. It'll be real cool for the NBA. It'll be a it'll change the power dynamics up. That'll be real cool, but you're still not winning no championship there, man. Come on, be realistic. But I like your confidence, nonetheless. But please just tell me it's about some money, too. It's a little bit about money. I mean, those teams can offer you max contracts. You're a little mad that they gave Cat the max contract. They gave Wiggins a max before that. You know, there's really no money for you there. Understandable, but don't be talking about this. It's always about winning. It's about winning. It ain't. And that's all I have to say about that, Jimmy Butler. Hopefully you get what you want. So, I'm going to finish this podcast off by giving my predictions for each conference. Starting off with the Eastern Conference. These are just blind predictions. Of course, I can't tell. Oh, you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. Before I do that, there's two games going on tonight. Rockets and the... No, not Rockets. Thunder and the Warriors. And... The Celtics and the Sixers. My prediction for Celtics Sixers, I've got the Celtics winning that game. Hopefully it's going to be a good one. I think Kyrie, Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, all those guys are going to mesh real well and pretty much smack the Sixers. Like, I think they're probably going to beat them by like 15. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. Hopefully Markel Folks comes out and looks good, but I think they're going to get smacked by like 15. Or if not 15, double digits. It's not going to be too, too close. I really don't think so. And as far as Warriors and Thunder, Russell Westbrook's not playing this game. So, yeah, that's a dub. Literally. Like, they're going to get beat by 20. Probably 21. They're going to have to get off the sticks probably before halftime. So, yeah, that's... It'll be fun because the NBA is back. But I don't really think either one of those two games will be close. Especially Thunder versus Warriors. No Russie, just... Paul George. Oh, well, they got Dennis Schroeder now. Dennis Schroeder, Paul George, and uh, Steven Adams. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. So, yeah, they're going to get smacked. Now, now, back to who I think is going to make the playoffs in the East. First and foremost, number one seed, Celtics. Yep, I'm predicting the Celtics. Not too hard of a pick. They made it to the conference finals without their best two players. So... That's that. Everybody comes back healthy. I think they're going to mesh. Brad Stevens is a coaching genius, a wizard out here. He's whipping up all kind of crazy things. So 
they're going to – I think they're going to definitely have the best record. They get, they can have the best record in the league this year if everything goes well. If Golden State comes out lackadaisical like they did last year, they'll have the best record in the league. So Toronto, number two seed. They had the best record in the East last year. But you got rid of DeRozan and you got Kawhi Leonard, which is an upgrade, major upgrade in my head. So I'm not picking them. The only reason why I'm not picking them to be a number one seed in the East is because my boy Jalen pays for the Celtics number one. And I honestly think the Celtics are just a better team overall because I just have no faith in Kyle Lowry. I mean, I really don't. And, you know, that's that. Uh, number three seed, we got Philly, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. These guys are another year older, another year wiser. Hopefully their bodies are stronger. No injuries, no injuries, no injuries. Um, they got that far. What was it? The semifinals right before the conference finals. Real good job, fellas, man. Trust the process. I trust in it. I think they'll be good. They can make some real big noise in this, in this uh, league. Markel Fultz, he didn't really play last year, but the garbage time that he played at the end of the season looked promising. He was... I forgot how fast he was. Nice handles. Let's just see if his shot is still broken. You know, hopefully he got over the the mental, that mental thing, the mental block he had. What is that? They, what is they? What, what do they call it in baseball? When they can't throw to like home plate or something, they just can't do something with the yips. That boy had the yips, so <laughs> hopefully that's done. Hopefully he don't have the yips anymore. And if he doesn't, then you know I think they'll be a three seed. For the four seed, we got the Bucks. Uh, I really believe in Giannis. I really, really believe in that guy. He's a freak of nature. He's shooting threes this year. Uh, it's been remain to see. It. It'll be remain to see if he hits these threes. But he's taking them, baby steps. Plus, with this new NBA, you're just taking these threes, man. It's wide open now in the paint. Your spacing is so much different with you taking more threes. That it's probably going to give you more opportunities to create other other opportunities for yourself for scoring, going to the paint, maybe dishing it out to people, or getting some long rebounds when you'll probably miss these threes in the beginning of the season. And Coach Bud is their coach now. He was the coach of the Hawks, and for those who know me, I have zero faith in the Hawks at all times, but that guy really did something with nothing in my head. He really did a lot with this program, and he didn't have no Giannis over here, so he's got a Giannis now. It's going to look good for them. I think they'll be a four seed. I got the Pacers at the fifth seed. Oladipo is super fire. We saw that last year. Came back going crazy. I, don't, I didn't think he was going to be this fire. I don't think anybody else did. So it's another year, and the league is – they're watching him now. They're expecting him to do some crazy fire stuff. So we'll see how he does with that one. You got uh, Miles Turner. They just paid Miles Turner. Let's see if he progresses. Uh, Sabonis, I like Sabonis. They got Tyreek Evans now. Tyreek Evans is a hooper. It should just be a really fun time, man. They're, they're just a solid team. They're a good team. They play together. They look like they got a lot of continuity. Like they're cool together. You know, maybe they hang out and stuff. It's just a good team, man. They work hard. These are all guys who are diving on the floor for 50-50 for balls. It's a real good team, man. It's going it's to be a fun one to watch. At number six, I, see, I got the Wizards. I don't even really know. I, I mean, I guess I got them six, but they just don't ever improve to me, man. Like, they just don't get better. Like, you think they're going to be good. They're talking about people sleeping on them, and 
they just sleep on themselves. They do the same thing every year, bro. And it's, I really, really, really like John Wall. I have since he was in high school. Been killing folks. But I, he just, you know, he fluctuates. He goes up and down. He came back fat John Wall this year. I don't know what's going on with him, man. What, Bradley Beal, he don't want to play good when John Wall's there. But when John Wall's out, he'll go ham. Are they supposed to be playing together? They don't look like they're beefing. They look like they have fun. But, I, I mean, they're not winning. They're not doing nothing. So I give them this year, and then they're going to have to figure something out. For real. They really do. Dwight Howard coming there. That could be good. Dwight's been getting his stats as much shit as everybody talks about him. They, he gets his stats, man. But we'll see what kind of problem he is in that locker room and on the floor if, if, this, if this is going to be Dwight Howard that thinks he's Kevin Durant. Or if this is going to be a new and improved Dwight Howard that's hey, I'm here for the team, I'm going to play my role, I'm going to play some defense, I'm going to get rebounds, putbacks, all that. And if that happens, they could be solid. If John Wall's uh, healthy, they could be solid. Bradley Bill healthy, they could be solid. At number seven, we got the Cavs. Some people think the Cavs will not make the playoffs. I don't believe that. They've still got Kevin Love. They brought back most of that core team that went to the finals, what, three years in a row? I mean, come on. These guys are, are vets. They know, they, know how to, they know how to hoop. They know when it's time to pull those bootstraps up. Let's get to it. Let's work hard. These guys are ready for the moment, man. And Kevin Love is no, I mean, that's not no chicken dinner, bro. He still can hoop. And now he ain't got LeBron there. I think he's ready to show that uh, there's still some Minnesota Kevin Love left in the tank. I sure hope there is. He was crazy there, averaging like 20-something and 11, man. This guy is Kevin Love. But, yeah, that's the best they're going to do, though. I don't think think they'll do any better than seven, honestly. Uh, They got the young bull on the team, Colin Sexton. He's going to be good, man, but not good enough to get him past seven. And rounding off the Eastern Conference playoffs, we've got the Pistons. And, honestly, I've just got them in there by default because they have Blake Griffin now. They got uh, my boy Jeff, or Stan, sorry, not Jeff. Stan Van Gundy coaching. I really like Stan. I really do. He started to turn that program around when he first came. They wasn't going to the playoffs in the first year he came. They went to the playoffs. Uh, They're kind of a little stagnant, but they got Andre Drummond, who is a pretty good player, and they got Blake Griffin, who was a very, very good player at one time. Injuries has kind of messed him up, but he's still a really good player. He's going to get you stats. And I think he's going to get you dubs, man. I'm not going to deny him. So that's the East for you, boy. And the West, let's see. Number one seed. Pretty much everybody should have the Warriors. I mean, that's easy, self-explanatory, an all-star team. Number two, Houston. I still got Houston number two. Because they got James Harden and they got Chris Paul. And now they got Melo. And I have faith in Melo. I think that this year he's going to be good. Or at least a good contribution to the squad. I think he's going to be okay with coming off the bench. I think Chris Paul is in his ear letting him know, like, hey, man, I got you, bro. We're bros. I got you. You're going to get buckets. I know how you like to hoop. So he's comfortable. Texas is not taxing him. So he's getting all the money. So, I mean, that's that. I think they're still the second best team in the West, man. And until somebody proves it, 
I just got to keep him at the two seed. Now, number three seed, I got the Lakers. Some people might say, whoa, pump the brakes, boy. Three seed. They haven't made the playoffs in a couple years. It's just LeBron James. He's only one player. No, that's not only one player. He is LeBron James. That's like 20 players, man. He can do whatever. And this isn't even my favorite player, but this guy is proven, man. He can he can do some things. He'll he'll pick up a team and he'll pick up a team and a family and carry him to the promised land. Will he win it? Uh survey says probably not. The record isn't that good, but he can get you there and give you a chance. You know what I'm saying? You could say he only has been losing like this because of some super teams, but whatever. Well, nah, because he lost to Dallas and he lost to the Spurs. So, twice. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. But regardless, LeBron James is going to bring this team to the three seed. Now, it might be one of those cases like last year where the, the three and the ninth seed were only three games, two games apart. Might be one of those situations. Probably will be one of those situations. But I'll bet on LeBron James if it is going to be that situation. Couple games separate me from three and nine. Give me LeBron James to give me that three seed. And that's it. Oh, and they got, you know, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Kuzma, Rondo, who made the Pelicans look absolutely amazing in the playoffs, along with Anthony Davis, of course, but was just amazing for them. So that's going to be a fun squad. Number four, we got the Trailblazers. Yeah, seems kind of high. They were a three seed last year. But, I mean, these guys just every year somehow make the playoffs, man. I mean, Damian Lillard made it that first year when his whole team, he was the only remaining member of the starting five left. They, everybody left, and he still made the playoffs. So I'm not going to doubt this guy, man. He's going to have to show me that he can't make the playoffs because he's been doing it every year. I've just got to have the faith in him. Him and CJ McCollum, another year to jail. Uh, I think they got Nurkic. So he's a really good talent. They should be pretty good. Four seed, I think, is the best they'll be able to do this year, for sure. The Thunder, I got them at the fifth seed. Um, they really, in my opinion, I think they should, in my honest opinion, I think they should be higher. But I don't think they will be. I don't think they will be. Um, they got Paul George and Russie. I really like Steven Adams. But just the, the style of play between Russie and Paul George, man, like, it's so hard for me to down-talk Russie because this guy averaged a triple-double two years in a row. Who's doing that? No one. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone is doing that. Russie. So it's so hard to talk down on this guy when you're averaging 10 assists and 10 rebounds, but it's just more so... I want to see how Paul George comes again and hoops around this guy. Because Paul George, we know he's going to play defense. That we're not worried about. That man is going to play Ds. But can him and, and Russell Westbrook really figure out the offense? Is it going to be more so you score, I score, you score, I score? Or is Schroeder going to come help balance some of this? Who knows, man. But for now, I got you guys at the fifth seed until you prove it. Pelicans got you guys at the sixth seed. I don't even want to put you in the playoffs, but Anthony Davis is a beast. He's a freak. I don't know how you do everything that you do. You know, I don't even, sometimes I don't even want to say you're as good as you are, but I'm like, I'm stupid. What am I thinking? You are as good as I think you are. You're probably better than that. I mean, the unibrow is giving you so much strength. 
It's crazy, man. He, you can't you can't discount him. You got to just throw him in there just because it's him. And Julius Randle is going to be a good addition. And Drew Holiday is a pro. That is a pro, man. That guy comes in hoops, and I really like his game. So there you have it, six seed. Now, boom, hot take, Spurs the seven seed. Some people got him out the playoffs. I have him in the playoffs. Number seven seed, the Spurs, DeMar DeRozan instead of Kawhi. I think you're going to be pretty straight, man. No three seed, no two seed, no one seed for you guys for a while anymore. Nah, but until you guys don't make the playoffs, I'm saying you're going to make the playoffs. So, seventh seed. And then sneaking their way downtown, walking fast, we got Denver. Yeah, no Jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Jazz. Yeah, no Rudy. No Ricky. No Donovan Mitchell. No uh, Grayson Allen. Nah, 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 nah. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. I don't, I don't have faith in them this year. They had a crazy year, but I think people are watching for it, and I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. I think they'll probably be like a half game back. It'll be one of those loser-go-home situations, and a healthy Denver is going to smack them up out of there. They got a healthy Paul Millsap, <clears throat> the Joker, uh, Jamal Murray on that, toy, on that team, Isaiah Thomas, good squad, real good squad, and they're playing in Denver. Mile High City, I know that uh, altitude be messing people up, man. That's a hard city to play in, so I've heard. So that's a good squad, man. I got them making the playoffs. Eighth seed, booting the Jazz up out of there. So that wraps up part two of the NBA is back. Hope you guys are excited as I am. Enjoy those games today. Enjoy this podcast. Let me know what you think. Share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. But just don't try to take my down because I got next. Peace.